first shuvah from Ramoshan, Chelek Dalit, Simon Ayin Dalit, you have in front of you, number one. In Mutalitain Chema, is a mutter to put Chema, is a mutter to put butter, Al Dover Gush Cham Bakhlisheni, on something that's boiling hot in a klisheni. Now, a dover gush is something that's dry, a dry piece. So let's say you have a, a hot potato. We, we usually think, when we think of a klisheni and a klisheni, we usually have in mind a, a, a pot of soup. The pot of soup that's on the fire, you take it off the fire, that's a klisheni. That we know. So we know that a klisheni is the vashon. And typically speaking, I'll be the ikr hadid of the gemara. Once you transfer that soup from the pot that was on the fire into a bowl that was not on the fire to your soup bowl, that's a klisheni. Klisheni, the Gemara says, is Eina Mavashel. Many of the Achronim are Machmir for most things in a Klisheni. But we don't have a problem in the soup anyway, because by the time you finish with your ladle, you take the ladle into the soup, and then you go into the bowl, so you have a Klishlishi. So in your Klishlishi, you have a bowl in front of you, you have hot, boiling hot soup, it's a Klishlishi. So there, in the Klishlishi, we're pretty making, we can allow, uh, you can put basically anything inside that bowl of soup. Of course, we also mentioned that that ladle, if it sits in the soup pot for a long time and the ladle itself becomes boiling hot, so then that already that might have a klirishon also. That might have the status of a klirishon. So when you transfer that into your soup bowl, it's a klisheni, so then there may be room to be machma. What the Ramosh is being asked here is as follows. We have a hot potato, right? A, a boiling hot piece of chicken. And um, so you take that out of the soup pot, right? And you put it into your plate. So now you have a plate in front of you. That sh- sounds like it should be like the soup that was transferred from the chicken soup into your bowl. Here's a piece of chicken that was in from the pot that was on the fire into your plate. That's also a cliché. So the, the truth is it's not necessarily true. And the reason why is because Tosfa says that the reason why we hold that a clearishon is mavasho, to take something that is uncooked and put it into the soup pot, even if it's off the fire, but it was on the fire, to put something in that clearishon is mavasho, will cause the process of cooking. But in a cliché, will not be mavashal because when you transfer something to the cliché, the walls of the cliché of that bowl, your soup bowl, are cold. So it starts to cool down the, it starts to cool down the, the soup. And therefore, there's a, even though it's still very hot, because the, the, the temperature is on the way down, not on the way up, it's not being heated up by the walls of the pot that were on the fire, it's, it's off the fire. And, and, and it's being transferred to a plate that was never on the fire. So the walls are cold, right? Most people have once in a while, the waiter will give you a hot, uh, hot, an empty hot bowl. I don't know how they do that. I guess I don't know what they do, but put it in a warming drawer. Okay, it's still not boiling hot. It's a little warm. I guess it makes you feel like I don't know what it makes you feel like, but it makes you feel like you're getting a geschmack bowl of soup. But if the bowl is cold, so then for sure. So the, but if you have a piece of chicken, so it's sitting on the plate, but the top part of the piece of chicken is not being hugged by a cold bowl. It's, it's just sort of in the air. So then the question is: Is that hot piece of chicken? still have the status of a klirisho because there's no cold walls cooling it down. It's the just air it's itself. The, air, well, the air itself. But, but, this, but is it that you need walls that are cold that are hugging it? Or is it just that it, it doesn't have the original walls that are heating it? So that's the question. You have a hot, again, a hot piece of chicken that comes out of the, comes out of the soup. On the one hand, it's not a klirisho because the, it's not sitting and being hugged by walls that were on the fire. The walls are not hot. On the other hand, you don't have cold walls cooling it down. That's the that's the shaila of a dover gush in a klisheni. So we don't we're not sure. Does it have the din of a klishen or a klishen? If it's the din of a klisheni, then it's not a problem to add butter. You can add, add any butter. If the, and if it's a klishen, then maybe there's a problem. So Rav Moshe says it's not a problem whatsoever. And the reason why is as follows: butter has already been cooked. Butter's they cook the butter first. When you have the butter that we have in our refrigerator has been cooked. Is that correct? It's been pasteurized. Right? Butter, milk is pasteurized in America. So the butter's been pasteurized. So since it's already been cooked, so, already been cooked. So now, even if you're putting it on your hot potato, and even if you hold the hot potato is a kli risho, ein bishel, acher bishel. You hear how much is going. We're trying to apply the different column that we've learned. On the one hand, we have this hot potato. Maybe it's a kli risho, because it doesn't have cold walls hugging it, cooling it down. The bottom is cooling it down, but the top part is not being cooled down by any walls. So maybe it's a klirisho. Okay, it's a klirisho. But but the stuff that you're putting on it, the butter, is going to be cooked, but that's only if the butter has not been pre-cooked. The butter's already been pasteurized. What's pasteurization? It's reached 175, 180 degrees. 
So therefore, by putting it on, it ain't bishalach bishal. So Rav Moshe says, if you want to be machmir to say that this thing has the status of a klivishon, it's still not a problem because ain't bishalach bishal on the butter. But then Rav Moshe goes a step further. He says, wait a minute. Ain't bishalach bishal only applies to a dover yavesh. It has to be dry. If something's a liquid, so then we do say bishal achar bishal. Is butter a dover lach? Is it a liquid or is it a solid? Well, it's a solid now. <laughs> solid now, before I put it onto the potato. The moment I put it into my potato, what's it going to become? Of the liquid. So how do you judge the status of this item? Before I put it on, be- what, the moment that I put it onto the potato or after it's already sitting on the potato. If it has a din of a dover lach, then there might be a problem. Again, if it's a double lock, the reason why we have a problem is because if you put together these different issues, then maybe you'll have a problem. First of all, maybe the chicken is a du- is a klirishon. And since the butter, even though it's a yavish, it's already been pre-cooked, since when you put it onto the table, it's going to become a liquid. And by a liquid, we say, bishel achar bishel, even though it's already been pre-cooked, you're cooking it again by putting it into this boiling hot potato. So therefore, this bishel achar bishel, so Ramadji says, no, we ho- he holds... That when it comes to deciding whether something is a yavish or a lach, you go by the moment that you start the cooking process, not after the cooking process. Since at the moment that you put it on, it was a dover yavish, and therefore it was butter's dry, you, you can't pour butter. And even though afterwards, if you melt the butter, it becomes a liquid, he calls it a dover yavish. Therefore, again, there's just it's a lot of different factors when you deal with a halach on the ma'isa shayla. We're not just dealing with with a, with a particular issue. Allah Ma'ezhashala. Is the chicken have a din of a klirisha? Maybe it's only a cliche. If it's a cliche, then, uh, then we have a lot more room to be making. Fine. What's but, the but, definition but, of a rishon in the first place? Maybe a rishon is that pot that was once on the fire. So how does it become, how can that transfer over to the chicken? But the reason, wh- the reason why is because the chicken was in the pot that was on the fire. Now, one second, I'll explain. Is the reason why the, the pot that's on the fire is no longer on the fire? But it was on the fire. It's the reason why that's a clevishon is because, well, the walls of that, the walls of that pot are boiling hot from the fire itself. So they're helping the cooking. It's not just the food inside that's boiling hot. The walls are helping the cooking. If that's true, then the moment you take the chicken out, it's not a clevishon. But if you understand that a clevishon is not that the walls are heating it up. Uh, it's not, there's no such thing as a clevishon per se. You know what a clevishoni is? Anything that does not, anything that has walls that's cooling it down is a clevishoni. So the chicken, anything that was on the fire, and it was on the fire, and it does not have walls cooling it down, is a klirisha. It's true the walls are not heating it up, but there's no, there's no walls cooling it down. That's the discussion. So therefore, let's just continue the shala. So assuming for a minute, I hear the, I hear the problem, but assuming for a minute that the chicken, the potato, still, you can't put butter on a potato for sure. Butter on a potato you can't put on, that's not a din for Shabbos. That's a din because we paskin off bechalov is a problem, correct? I think so, right? So we're not talking about chick. We're talking about a hot potato. Hot potatoes power. You take a hot potato that was in the in the soup or whatever it was, in the, in, the, in 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 on the in the meat, in the, and then you take it out. If that potato has a din of a klirishon and the butter would have the din of a davrolach, then you have you might have a problem because yesh bishul. And even though the butter was already pre cooked, it was pasteurized. Yesh bishul lacha bishul davrolach. But since Reb Moshe paskins that. The, the potato has a din of a dover yavish and it's already been pre-cooked. Ain't bishel achar bishel bedover yavish. That's how Reb Moshe says. Fine. Therefore he says, if you look at the Shiloh, I moto litein chema al dover gush cham b'klisheni. Is someone allowed, is one allowed to put butter onto a boiling hot potato in a klisheni? In Hayas he says, he ni chema b'bedida zu. Butter in this country in our country we always pasteurize the butter we pasteurize the milk so if we ready if it was pasteurized to a point of 150 160 170 degrees so the butter has been made from milk that's been since now it's no longer in a liquid state it's in a solid state and there's no further by like, a, like the Mogan Avram that says that if you have chicken um, liquid that becomes a, a fat, a gel, that also has a din of a dover yavish. Listen to the line. What's the afshini moach mean? 
And even though now it's going to melt, v'nasalach and become a double lach, and it should be a problem, maybe, lo we don't care. Why? Because uh, when you put it on, it was a double yamish. However, if it was never heated up, if it was never pasteurized, the point that's a lettuce bowl, well then of course that's a problem. That's putting something on that's never been cooked. So then you, if the, if the, if the potatoes are a clearishum, and it's never been cooked, then you're cooking the butter. But since it's already been cooked, it's not a problem. And I'll tell you, based on what I've heard, the chom that they pasteurize is at least 160, 168 degrees, therefore he passes that it is not, therefore he passes that it's not a problem. Based on this chuva also, we would come to the conclusion as well that if something's already been pre-cooked and it's in our refrigerator, and you want to put it on top of the cholin pot, right? That's not a problem of putting something back on the edge. Not a problem of chazara because it's not derech bishul, it's not mesikim avashul. No one puts things on a cholin pot to cook. You put things on the fire. Danny has a question. You don't you don't put things on a block either. Okay, it's a good question. But you but you put things on a you put things on a cholin pot. No one does. So you're allowed to put something on the cholin pot as long as it's been cooked. Or if it's a liquid, even if it's a liquid that's, if it's a liquid that's been cooked, that's also a problem. So let's say it's a chicken that's filled with gel. But you put it on for two hours, it's going to become a liquid. But right now it's a gel, not a problem. You're not putting on a liquid; you're putting on a, a, a yovish. Oh, it's going to become a gel, which is not a problem. The next shayla, I'm going to take a question in a second, just related. The next shayla is in that same exact question. Let's say you take some chicken not with gel. That's going to turn into a liquid. Ramachal says that's a yavish, and a yavish ain't bishalach a bishop is not a yavish. But let's say you take a uh, um, some meat with some liquid, and you put it on the cholpa, and it's going to get hot to the point of yatsul that is both. If you keep it on there for three four hours, well then that's a problem. Bishalach a bishop is not a That's certainly a problem. So Ramachal says, has asked the following question. The Rabbi Yerucham seems to say that yeah, most of it is a yavish. Listen, what are you putting on? You're putting on chicken, right? You have a little bit of uh, liquid. If it's a gel, it's not a problem. But let's say it's liquid. You're not putting on it. It's liquid. So, Yeah, but, it's, but you're not putting on a yavish. You're putting on a yavish and a liquid. And the liquid's going to get to the point of Yatsalevizbo. So what Ramosha says, that's a problem. Because he doesn't, who cares that rove is a dover yavish? If a little bit is a lach, so you have to focus on the lach. You're doing Bishalach Bishal on a dover lach. We quote from the heart Svi that said, no. The same way we say that there's a din of Ikur V'tafel in Hilchas Brachas. There's also a din of Ikur V'tafel in Hilchas Shabbos. The Gemara says, the Mishnah says, I think in Tzadi Gimel, Tzadi Dalit, somebody who carries out food that's less than a shear. How much of a food do you have to carry out in order to be chayv on Shabbos? How much food do you have to carry out in order to be chayv on Shabbos? I think you have a grogerus, right? A grogerus, right? So you have to cook a grogu, you have to carry out a certain amount of food. Different foods have, will have different shear. Grogu, let's just say. But let's say you carry out food less than a shear. But you don't carry it out in your hand, you carry it out in a kli. And the kli is a shear. There's no shear from a kli. So the Gemara says, not only you're not chayv on for the carrying out the food, because it's less than a shear, less than a shear, but you're not even chayv for the kli. Why are you not chayv for the kli? Because the kli is, what's the purpose of the kli? To carry out the food. So the kli is buckled to the food, and the kli is tuffled to the food. So the same way you're not chayyim for the food, you're not chayyim for the kli. Pater afala kli, sha kli tfeila So the Rene Yerucham, based on the heart svi, the heart svi explains, so you put, what are you putting on the cholent pot? You're putting chicken on the cholent pot. Ah, a little bit of liquid. I'm not putting cholent, or I'm putting, you don't put cholent on the cholent pot. Actually, you could do that too. You do that too, a very liquidy cholent. Right? You're putting chicken on the chon pot, not, not ch- chicken and liquid. And therefore, since rove is an ochel, it's not a problem. However, if Moshe passes in that case, he doesn't see any difference. He doesn't think that you can apply the rules. He doesn't say this in Furish, but apparently he doesn't think you can apply the rules of Iker V'tafel in all cases in Elcha Shabbos, only when it comes to Hotzah. Let's read number two, then we'll take, I see this in place. Number two. Ochel Sherubo Yavesh. An ochel that's mostly... Dry, a piece of chicken. Umiutolach, and only a little bit is liquid. Him yeshlahachmir, should we be machmir? Sheyesh bishalachar bishal, and it's not on the gamre. So now I'm going to put it back on the, it's, it's completely cold. We hold if liquid has completely cooled down, it's in the fridge overnight. You can't do bishal, even though it's already been pre cooked. This meat with the liquid, the whole thing's been, been cooked before Shabbos. You can't put it on the, on the, on the chulam pot because it's bishalachar bishal, but most of it is a yavish. Is there a problem? So the much says shuva. If there's a little bit of liquid, you're going to have a problem. 
Now, the little bit of liquid is going to be cooked. Apparently, he didn't like the whole mahalach that I just said in the name of the heart of Ikram and Tafel when it comes to Hilfah's Bishel. Yes, the other question. Yeah, so two questions. One question I think Lenny was getting yeah. to is you have to define Klirisham because the minute you take the chicken out, one, you don't have the walls, you don't have the direct fire. Anything that as, was on the fire. As soon as you take it out, it's, it, the temperature starts to Any, be reduced. So it ha- it's reduced even if it's in the pot. Anything that was on the fire is a Klirisham. Right, but once you take the piece of chicken out and you put it on the plate, yeah. ha- I can understand maybe it's not a cliche, but how could you say it's a Klirisham still? It was on the fire. But it's not on the fire. Wa- one second. If I take, a, if I take a soup pot and it's off the fire, that is what a klirishon is. A klirishon is something that was on the fire at some point. It got boiled up, and then I took it off. If it's on the fire, that's not a klirishon. That's a klirishon called a klirishon al gabi A klirishon means something that was on the fire. I take it off, it's off the fire. It's on my countertop now. That's a klirishon. According to Rov Rishonim and Rov Achron. So now the question is, but now I take something out of the klirishon. So what? The chicken was on the fire. No, but you say, same thing. When you, when you put the ladle in, yeah. the soup in the ladle, is that a klirishon or klisheni? That, we assume, is a klisheni. It's the wall. Right? We assume, because it's in a, it's, it's being, now that's the question. Is the reason why it's a klisheni because it's no longer in the pot that was in the klirishon? Is that why? Or is the reason it's a klisheni is because now it's in a new pot that was not in a, on the fire? That's exactly the point. When I take the ladle and I put it in, so now, there's two reasons why this might be a cliché, why this food might be considered a cliché. One is, it's out of the pot that was on the fire, in which case the chicken would be a cliché. Or you could say, no, the reason it's a cliché is because it's in a new pot that was not on the fire. And that new pot, called the ladle, is cold and it's making the stuff cool down. So you take this chicken out, you put it on the plate. It's not in the pot that was on the fire... But it's not in a new pot that's cooling it down. That's exactly the point of Machlokas, whether it's a Klirishon or So if I took that chicken and put it in another pot, you'd still another, say Another that pot that, that was not on the fire? Yes. That would be a cliché. That's a cliché. So what's the difference between that and a plate? A plate, there's no cold walls. Hugging it in cold... And no, but if you put a piece of chicken in a pot, you don't have... No, liquid, pot, no liquid. pot filled with water. A pot filled with water. But a, 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 a stomp pot, doesn't matter if it's a pot or right. if it's a plate. No. So it has to be filled with water. Yeah, of course. Okay. No, I mean, it means hugged by the cleat. The water hugs it because the water connects it to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the sides. You can put it in a, in a pot, in a pan, in a, in a plate. If it's not being hugged by the walls, or the cold walls around it, maybe it's the less status of a clevishon. That's the point of content, of, of Maslow. The other yeah. question. Yeah. How come he doesn't bring in the question of the temperature of what you're putting on. In other words, if you're taking something from the freezer or the refrigerator yeah. and you put it on this piece of chicken, yeah. it, it's never going to reach the temperature of... Of Yatsol Ladispo. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently we think that it might. Apparently we think that it might. It, 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 it's, it's, apparently we should do experiments, but apparently we think Yatsol Ladispo, L'Chumra, L'Kula is 107... We go 107 degrees L'Chumra, but if we want to be Machmer, we go all the way down to 107 degrees. 107? Yeah, 107. Believe it or not. That was 108. So, Lechumra, we're going we're gonna to say, if it reaches 108 degrees, which is not so hot, but we have, Rav Shachter, I've heard him say, 108 degrees is it's not even hot. It's warm. But he thinks 135 degrees. But Lechumra, the post can go to 108 degrees. So 108 degrees, maybe you can't reach. Uh, it was my understanding that we said the reason that the cliché works is because that's not the way to, we cook things. A, a That's a header that I gave in order to explain what tosis means, and there's no difference. Not now in the other shirim that it's not it's not the normal way to cook. But you still need this. We're, we're going to assume that it's still totally on whether this akira still holds. Totally on the walls cooling it down, or is it totally on the fact that it's no longer on the original pot? So the, the fact that it's yeah. out of the pot and that's not the way you would normally cook. I don't know. Putting either. something on top of it, maybe. May, that, that's yeah. why I would think the chicken. If you're bringing in the, the you're bringing in my the of Mexican then we have more of a problem with saying that it could be a problem official. Yeah, the whole reason I would think yeah. that if you take that as the gentleman said about the, the the piece the piece of butter, let's say the freezer, putting it on, and you're still thinking it's, it might be bushel, it might be boning, it's because of the issue of tatoi gava. Okay, maybe that's the reason. That's related. It's related. It's related. We have to. That's a whole sugya. We have to get into Eroy. It's a different Eroy. It's a Togavar, a Logavar. Yeah, you have to. 
I don't want to take too many questions. I just realized we're, never, we're not going to get too far, but uh, we'll take two more, and then we'll solve the question until the end. Yeah. So, would there be a problem with taking a chicken that has lots of gravy around it, putting it in the refrigerator to make it into gel, and then the next, you know, for the purpose of then putting it onto... I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that's a problem. You must really want that chicken if you're going to go that far. <laughs> I just want the gravy. <laughs> okay, I don't think that. I don't see why. I don't see why that's a problem. Is there a difference between something that would that turns into a gel in the refrigerator, but if you just take it out and leave it on the countertop without putting it on, on I mean, that's considered a liquid. The earth so is that considered a liquid? It will automatically turn back into a liquid, and therefore that you should not be able to put on. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, anything you can leave it long enough is yeah. probably you know it's going to turn back into a liquid. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming that it's, there's no difference. I'm assuming there's no difference. Let, let's move on, and let's let's try to let's let's try to um, cover some ground. The next Shiloh um, that we discussed here a few weeks ago also is as follows. <coughs> Rav Moshe asked, "Is there problems? So does one have to be choshesh?" The mashim maybe hamagen avram b'shem had kolbo. The chum does you know. Sometimes in, it's hard to say what the chumrah of the Rashba in Hilcha Shabbos is. <laughs> There's a lot of shitas of Rashbas in Hilcha Shabbos, in the Shabbos. The Kolbo, people know, when you talk about the Kolbo in Hilcha Shabbos, in the Shabbos, you're talking about the chumrah of Hagosah. Where the Kolbo writes that, what's Hagosah? Hagosah means you're not allowed to stir food. Now certainly we all agree that if there's food that's on the fire and it's not yet fully cooked and you stir it, well then you're helping the cooking process, that's for sure, and it's a Dorais official, that's clear. That's clear. It's no different than turning up the fire. You're stirring it. You're making it. You're making it cook. The first, huh? The first. Uh, 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 right. Uh, the Rashba says actually the first stirs. If you do an Arab Shabbos, you can even stir on the fire. But we assume most of Shem assume if, if it's not cooked and it's on the fire, even the second stir, the tenth stir, it's a problem if it's not fully cooked. That's for sure. That's where the Shofar on Paschus you're not allowed to stir something that's not fully cooked if it's on the fire. What's also pretty clear from most of the Rishon that if it's already fully cooked, even if it's on the fire, it's fully cooked. So you can't put something back on the fire if it's fully cooked. You can't take something from the fridge and put it onto the fire directly because it's Mexican Mavashu. But if it's already on the fire, it's on the fire for, and now I'm just, I'm just stirring it, that is not a problem. Minatora is, it, 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 where's the, what's the problem? It's already been fully cooked. The Kolbo, and then there's a Rashi, and then there's maybe a Rambam that seems to say, as we learn, that even if it's fully cooked, you can't do Hagos if it's on the fire. Something's on the fire, you can't mix it while it's on even if it's fully cooked. So now the Shaila is, Rav Moshe has asked the following question. Is this something that we, do I have to be machmir also, not to take food out of the chulam pot while it's on the fire? It's one thing to say I can't stir it while it's on the fire. Fine. That's the chumrah of the koma. Are you going to tell me that I can't open up my um, crock pot, it's on the fire, and stick my ladle in and take chulam while I mean, that's... What do we do? Do we do that? We usually don't. We usually take the powder off the fire and have the whole, the five conditions that we need. The five. So, wants to know, does really, do we have to be machmir for that? Because the whole idea of stirring while it's on the fire is a chumrah of the kolbo. Maybe that only refers to real stirring. Off the fire. The whole chumrah of not, of not stirring on the fire is a chumrah if it's fully cooked. If it's fully cooked, that's a chumrah if it's on the fire. Do I have to even be machmir even just to take food out if I'm not stirring it? Now, on the other hand, when I take food out, I mean, it's not stirring it, but I am, I have to move <laughs> something. If, if, I, take, if, if I, I take it from the bottom. If I take it from the bottom, for sure it's going to be a problem, right? Yeah. And that's, that's where the best stuff is. Yeah. So the Gorgos Moshe writes, Even if something's fully cooked. Is it a problem to take something from the bottom of the pot if it's on the fire? So if Moshe comes along and he says, listen, to take, if you want, the whole thing's a chumrah to begin with, which the olam is machmer because the Ramos says we should be machmer. We want to be more machmer. Okay, so some are more machmer. And this is, I think, the minaga olam, not to even take food out of the crock pot or of the chulam pot while it's on the fire. You're not stirring it. Even to take it out, that, that's a chumrah, that's a chumrah and a maila, but that's what the olam is knowing, but it's a, it's a chumrah, what Moshe says. When it's off the fire, he says, well, now you're talking about, now already we're in heavy chumras. If it's fully cooked off the fire, so then you, you can stir it. You can absolutely stir it. Which is what Dr. Steinberg said a few weeks ago, right? Didn't he say that's what he does? And we said, well, it sounds like it. So chumrah, Ramosh says, you can stir it while it's off the fire. He goes, and if you uh, want to be, if you want to be a big machmir, if you want to be a big machmir, 
So then you could be machmir to stir while it's off the fire, but certainly there's no problem to take food out of the pot while it's off the fire once it's fully cooked. You hear? So it turns out you want, the chumras are going to remain on the fire. Off the fire, there's really no reason to be machmir. And if you want to be a big bal nefesh, you want to be a big machmir, then don't stir it fully cooked. Even if it's fully cooked, don't stir it while it's off the fire, but certainly there's no problem even to take it from the bottom of the pot. You want to dig, you want to get down to the bottom, to the crust, not a problem. Oh, it's hagasa. That's not hagasa. Remember, hagasa off the fire, even once it's fully cooked, is a chumra ba'alma. Certainly, to take, to just ladle it out, even to go to the bottom of the pot is not a problem. Let's read it together. It says, um, the last two lines, but we'll read the whole thing. I'm sorry, let's read, let's read the first few lines and then the last one. Hagasa bin ispashal called tzarcho. Mixing something, stirring something, when it's fully cooked, al when it's not on the fire, leka iser klal, no problem, no problem. And then he says, and even though, while it's on the fire, maybe you can make a mistake. You can hear it, what? If it's not fully cooked, and it's on the fire, and then you stir it, you thought it was fully cooked, and it's not fully cooked, that could already be a problem of an isidari, so visual. He says, I can hear why you want to be machmir, Right? While it's on the fire, but not while it's off the fire. Off the fire, that's already too much. The last line, Once it's off the fire, to take it from the bottom of the pot, Once it's off the fire, there's no problem at all even to store it. The whole thing's a chumrah. Certainly there's no room to be machmir, to take food out of a pot that's fully cooked if it's off the fire, even to go to the bottom of the pot, that's not considered a problem of Hagosa whatsoever. Now let's take the next question. The next question is, okay, so my, my chulant is on the crock pot and it's it's drying up. Anybody ever have this problem? The chulant's drying up. So what do you want to do? You want to take water and, and loosen it up, right? You want to loosen it up. So I go to the sink, I fill it up with water and I pour it into the chulant pot. It's Isser Bishel Daraisa. That's an Isser Bishel. There's nothing more, there's nothing way to be... You can't be mavashal more than that. Why? You're taking water. It was never cooked. It's cold. <laughs> and you're putting it... And you're putting it right... Has the water that comes out of our sink, has it already been pre-cooked? I don't think so. They don't pasteurize the water. Doesn't, doesn't I don't think so. It doesn't make a difference. Huh? The English with the... I understand. I understand. I understand. I'm sorry, but that would be, let's say, that's chumrah. But I'm talking about it was never cooked in the first place, so for sure that's a problem. But if it's coming from your sink, it's coming from a water heater. The water heater... That's what I was asking. asking. Hot, 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 water. Water. hot water. Hot water is uh, hotter than the hundred... But I'm talking about cold Seven water. Cold I'm talking about cold, cold water. water. <laughs> How about if you think... Oh, exactly. What do well, you think? It would be a China. We're working our way up. So to take cold water from the sink, that's for sure a problem. Take cold water that's already once been heated and pour it into the chulam pot. That's not a problem if you hold ein bishel achav bishel b'davar lach. You hold ein, which is what, by the way, most rishonim hold. Most rishonim hold ein bishel achav bishel is a klal b'davar lach and b'davar yavish. We, when I say we, I mean svaridim are more machmer in this area than Ashkenazim. Once every hundred situations, the svaridim are more machmer than the Ashkenazim. Right? So here they're more machmer. The Ramah says you should be machmir, listen, Havain Zahantevi, you should be machmir, that if something has been, has been, water has been cooked, we hold Ain Bishal Achabishabalach only if it's completely cooled down. If something's been cooked, even if it's, uh, if it's still, it doesn't have to even be hot, it doesn't have to be cooked still. If it's warm still, then there's no Bishal Achabishabalach. As long as it's not, it's Stanein Legamre, there's no longer a problem. So now let's understand. I want to. I want to. I want to put water in my chulam pot. I can't take water from the sink that's never been cooked. <laughs> I can't take water that was on the stove that was cooked Friday night and that was off the stove and sitting on the counter that's completely cold because we hold ain't bishul acha bishul the dover lach if it's completely in its stomach. But I'll tell you what I can do. I can take water from the from the from the kumkum. I take water from the tea pot that's on the fire that's hot. It's hot. It's already been fully cooked. And now we're just... now. It's not even on the fire. It's on the black off the fire. Because I moved it a little bit. Right? So it's not hot, but it's 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 it's, it's not completely cool. There's no bishalach or bishal on that because we just said there's only bishalach or bishal, but there's a lot. It's a sound like gamma. I take that and I can pour it directly into the chulam pot. Now there's only one question. In terms of the cooking of the liquid, no problem. Because we just said it's already been fully cooked. If it's never been fully cooked, then it's a problem of visual. Is it ready? If it's what? If it's it was you heard that you heard the um, the whistling. 
the, the water has been cooked. You can take that water, even if it's not boiling hot now, because there's no bishalach or bishalach, and pour it into the cholent pot. But now listen, why I would say. So you're not cooking the water, but what about the cholent? Is there a problem with the cholent? Well, you can't be magus the cholent while it's on the fire. Is this hagosa of the cholent? I'm pouring water in. Pouring water is not hagosa. So what would you say? Pour it down the side. Huh? Pour it down the side. So pour it slowly, gently. So there's two approaches. One approach is, one approach is, Take the take the um, take the chill pot off the fire. Now, what are we up to? We're up to off the fully cooked. If it's not fully cooked, of course it's a problem. Fully cooked, right? Off the fire. What do we say about fully cooked off the fire? You can't be magus as a chumrah ba'alma, but this is not full hagasa. If you want to compare this to anything, because it's going to make the children to move around a little bit, this is more like ladling. So you pour the water, then you can pour the water into the chulun pot. And if it's very difficult to get the chulun pot off the thing, and pour, you're, you're alone. So what are you going to do? You're going to take the chulun pot off, hold it with one hand. Right? You burn your fingers off, and then you take the pot with the other hand. The... So then, Rav Zalman, I, I brought in the Seva Shemir Shabbos Kulchas, you know, Rav Neuwirth, the author of Shemir Shabbos, passed away this week. So he wrote a, he wrote a tremendous, very important Seva Shemir Shabbos Kulchas. And um, so what he mentions in the Seva, I wanted to quote him at least one. The truth is we're quoting him in all these shiurim, because his, his, his ideas and his shuvas from Rishon Zalman and, and the way he presents things is all part of the shiurim of Bishal. Probably anyone who's giving shiurim on Bishal today is using uh, the Shemir Shabbos in, in one way or another. So he writes, Rishon Zalman said, and if you can't get it off the fire, so even while it's on the fire, you can pour it on, pour it on gently. Don't, you know, don't, don't splash it in. Pour it on gently, that's not going to be a problem of Hagos. Ah, oh, but the water's being cooked. The water's already been cooked. Ah, oh, but the water's cooled down. Doesn't matter. In Bishalach and Bishalach, as long as it's not in Stana Lagamra. Okay? I think that that's clear. So now we know <clears throat> how do you pour water into a shulam? Make sure the water's been pre cooked. Even if it's not boiling hot now, you can take it, put it into the put it into the shulam pot. Better, I guess, to take it off the fire. If you can't, put it right on the fire while it's. Um, while you it's take um, it off the fire, you better hold it. Of course. No, take it off the fire. Anytime you take, take something off the fire in order to get it back on the fire, we know the five conditions. It has to be fully cooked. It has to be covered with some type of black. It has to be odon biyodo. You have to hold it in your hand. You have to have daikola hazir. And you can't put it back on if it's been completely cooled down. I want to just mention this. There's a very nice saver. If you want to read in English, um, many of these halachas in, in a very ordered uh, fashion, there's a Shab- the Shabbos Kitchen, the Simcha Bunukon, a number of these types of farms. Article halacha series is very nice. So on this point, I looked it up, and he says as follows. <coughs> Um, in chapter 3 we learn that it's forbidden to stir food while it is above fire even if the food has been fully cooked that's the kolba this halacha applies when pouring hot water into the children because the children inev- is inevitably stirred somewhat by the water that is poured in therefore while pouring one should lift the pot off the black or move it to the area not directly above the fire so let's say you don't have a, you let's say you do not have a, um, let's say you don't have a, a, a crock pot. Your cholent is old fashioned, it's on the stove, on the block, on the stove, and you left it there from before Shabbos. So, according to him, you can't take the water from the kettle and pour it directly into the, into the block. So what do I do? I just move the block off the fire. Now it's off the fire. Now I can pour it in. Now I can move it back on the fire. We'll see why I can move it back on the fire. Um, and, but I just said even if it's on the fire, it's too difficult to get it off. If it's on the black, it's not a problem. Move it off, pour it in, move it back. If it's in a, if it's in a crock pot, it's more complicated. So he says, if this is impossible, which is what Rav Shalma Zaman is quoted as the saying in the Shmir Shabbos, one should pour the water into the children very slowly while it's on the fire, which is what we just mentioned. Okay, good. Next Shiloh from Rav Moshe is along exactly the same lines. So you are not allowed to, um, as a chumrah, as a chumrah, but maybe a derabanan, according to the kobol, even if something's on the fire, even if it's fully cooked, I can't stir it. I, I have a big taiva. I have a big taiva. Taiva is Friday night to smell that cholent. I want to smell the cholent, right? Everybody has that taiva, right? Smell the cholent. In my house, by Shabbos morning, you don't have to take off the, the cholent pot, the cover. The houses, you know, everybody's houses are, are filled with that smell. You wake up with that feeling, you know. Uh, you're ready, feel it in your stomach, even if you don't have any yet. Just from that smell, right? It's beautiful. So, but I want to smell that just Friday night. I don't have it yet, so I take off the, the, the smell. 
So, can I put the cover back on the pot while it's on the fire? Anybody can hear the shiloh? Can I put the cover back onto the shiloh pot while it's on the fire? Rabbi Moshe asked, the simple shiloh, Ha'imutav l'chasos b'shabes, is mutav to cover on Shabbos, k'derash in its bashla kol tzorah. A pot that's been fully cooked. So he says, Ladina, it's been fully cooked. So Meikar Adin, there's no problem of Hagasa. Oh, the Kolba was Machmek for real Hagasa. You're just talking about the lid? The lid, yeah, the lid, I think. But even the Kolba is only Machayev Bahagasa. Shekasafi, Bishwala Kadish, Loshayev, Zed, Rasim, Askusi. Why? Because maybe there's a little, maybe there's a little uh, bean that wasn't cooked and you're stirring it, it's going to get it cooked, or maybe it's evening out the, 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 the heat, right? It's being mashved, the chamimus. So he says, okay, so you want to, you want to, you don't want to do hagasa while it's on the fire. He could hear that. You don't want to take something out while it's on the fire of Moshe, the last year. We also said, okay, you want to be mashved, but, but to, but to put something, to put the cover back on, is that really a problem? And he says, even Hagosa on the fire itself, we should be machmir, but, uh, but, but it's me, the Rabbanu, we're makeable. But we're, we're, we're machmir. But we should really be makeable, but the Rabbanu, we're machmir. But to put something back on, the, the, the cover back on while it's on the fire, that's Hagosa? He, he doesn't think that it's, he doesn't think that it's Hagosa. We just mentioned before, you could take hot water and pour it into the chon slowly. Now that, if that's not Hagosa, it's putting the, Cover back on this hagasa. She doesn't think it's a problem. In the end, he says, "Man, maybe you should be machmer." So let's say you take it off and you realize, "Oh my gosh, it's for sakanas the fashas." If I don't put the, the shulm, the cover back on, because your wife, right? Exactly. <laughs> if you imagine the shulm's going to be ruined, right? So if you want to be machmer, so the same thing. What should you do? Pick it up off the fire, put the put the cover back on, and put it back. If that's impossible, then you can put the cover back. That's what I'm. That's what I'm reading from from Ravasha. Now. There's an Isra of Hachzara. Hachzara means if something is off the fire, something's in your fridge, you're not allowed to put it back onto the fire. What's that called? It's not Bishalach or Bishal. Why is it not Bishalach or Bishal? It's Dabar Yavish. By Dabar Yavish, and Bishalach or Bishal. It's an Isra of Rabbanon Hachzara. What is Rabbanon Hachzara? It looks like Bishal. So we have five conditions to get it back on. But, but it's in my fridge. So I can't have all five conditions. Why? Because one of the conditions that I have in my hand, I wasn't up all night in my fridge with the, with the bottom of my hand. So I don't have the, on the biyado, I don't, the daikalach zero I have, so I can't get it back on. But let's say I have something that is a chillin pot that's on the fire. And I want it to be back on the fire, but I want to take it off. So instead of taking it off the, now again, what are the five conditions? I need a black, when I put it back on, it has to, have, it has to certainly have been fully cooked, and it has to now be warm. I have to have in mind to put it back and it has to be in my hand. So I take it off and I have all those five conditions. But let's say I don't take it off. Let's say it's on the black. And I move it to another side of the black. So, the fact that I'm keeping it on the black is like a lock zero. And it's also old and beyond though. Because it's, an, I don't have to actually be holding it. As a matter of fact, even if I want to put it back the next morning, it's old and beyond though. The fact is that it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's still on the fire. The whole point of old and beyond though is like, it's not off the fire. I took it off, but it's still in my hand. It's ready to go back. If it's on the black, it's also, in a sense, ready to go back. It's, it's never really been removed from the fire. So therefore, if Marsha says, it's not a problem. You have stuff on the on, on the black. You can move things around as much as you want. Move things around as long as it's fully cooked. And as long as it's still warm, which on the black, it's always going to be, usually going to be still warm. It's not a problem to move things around. Look at Rav Moshe. In the question of number five, can you put things that are cooked, that are on the black, that's now not on the fire, to a place that's directly on the fire? Moshe says, As long as it's still on the black, that's on the oven, that's not called putting it back on the fire. As long as it's still warm, even if it's a liquid, it's not a problem. Why? Because, what do you mean, a liquid? But what did we say before? It's only if it's fully cooled down. If it's not fully cooled down, it's not a problem. So I have a very liquidy chillin, not a problem, as long as it's still warm. It's So, the Shmir Shabbos writes, I wanted to quote him again, 
something that's liquid. Shemuvushal called sarfa, that's fully cooked. It's not fully cooled down. Even if it's not hot at all, it's just warm, that's not a problem. She still can't pour it to a clean on top of the fire because that could be a problem of Hagasa maybe, but we said that solely you'd be able to uh, pour it uh, back on. I want to just mention, actually, that if something is... Uh, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's hold it. Let's hold it. Rav Moshe wants to know... Um, in number seven, how to make tea. This is the famous Rav Moshe about how to make tea. Is it a problem to make tea in a klishlishi? That's sort of, that's the question that Moshe was asked. So again, you have a tea bag. The the, the tea leaves are have not been pre cooked. They've not been pre cooked. So Rav Moshe says he only had tea number seven. Einam mevushalim ba'asiyasam. When they were processed, they were not pre cooked. Very different than coffee beans. They were not pre cooked. Coffee beans were pre roasted. I think also an instant coffee was pre cooked too. Tea is not. Tea leaves were not pre cooked. They've been dried with heat, but they were not cooked. So what does that mean? You have an urn. Assuming not like the Chazanish. Because the Chazanish would say that I have an urn and I put it into a cup. My cup is a klirisho. Because the, 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 the water that's in the urn is mamash on the fire. So even though this cup is not was never on the fire, see this goes back to our, to our point before, but the point is that it's coming from, it's coming from something that was, it's mamish, it's not the pot, it's coming from something that's directly on the fire, so it, that original pot cannot be a clerician. A clerician is only if, according to the Chazanish, something's on the fire, you take it off the fire. That's a clerician. Now I pour it into the second cup, that's a cliche. But here I'm taking it from directly on the fire into a new cup, that's a clerician. But something not like the Chazanish. The Chazanish says, we hold that the urn is a clerician. You put it into a cup, that's a cliche. Cliche. So we're going to be machmir for tavlin, for things that cook very easily, like tea leaves, probably like sushi, you know, very thin fish. So we're going to be machmir for cooking in a klisheni. So Rav says very simple. You take that first cup, you pour it into the second cup. That second cup is a klishlishi. Why is it a klishlishi? Urn, one. Cup, two. Third, second cup is a klishlishi. So... Is there a problem to make tea? In the we know many people already make the tea before Shabbos, and they just add some of the liquid to their to their water. Rambam says, "Listen to the important line: Lani is daiti number seven, lo nira klaloma." I think it's very difficult to say the ikadvarim shemizbashlam the klishlishi. Things don't cook in a klishlishi. Halach. Now we're going to have Shabbos, but it's still very hot. Rambam says halacha is in a klishlishi. The law Matsinu Elishab Klishani, we find in the Gemara, a Klishani of certain things are Mavashim. And since we don't know what things are Mavashim, what things are not Mavashim, fine, we're going to be Machim in a Klishani. But a Klishlishi, Ramash says, is not a problem whatsoever with Klishlishi. Low Matsinu. As a matter of fact, Ramash has said something very important. Because Ramash says, Shani, you want to be machmer for certain things because we don't know if it's from the Kali habitual, if it's the type of thing that cooks very easily or not. But in a Klish Lishi, there's no reason to be machmer at all. Rav Soloveitchik said, the Gemara says very clearly that Tavlin can be cooked in a Klish So, tea leaves are a Tavlin. It's, a, it's like a spice. So, so Rav, the Rav said you can make tea in a Klish forget a Klish Lishi. You can make tea in a Klish What do you have to go to a Klish Lishi for? So why are people machmer for klishlishes? I saw from, from the Shemir Shabbos in the name of Shlomo Zalman that he says as follows. It's clear to him that the tavlin that the Gemara was talking about was not tea leaves. Tavlin that the Gemara was talking about is, let's say, like a big piece of, of, of radish. You know, a thick piece of radish, that's not going to cook in the cliche. That's tavlin. So you have tavlin that's been ground up and it's very thin. Everybody knows that it cooks very easily. That for sure will cook in a cliche. So he would be machmer and say, a klishlish. Some say you can't even cook in a klishlishi because if it's that hot, it's going to cook in a klishlishi. Also, we saw that from the Urim as well. So again, we have three sheets when it comes to making tea. You can make tea in a klishani. The Rav, I think, was makel. I've heard many times that the Rav was makel for that. And he says the name of Rav Chaim, that he was makel for that. A klishlishi is what Rav Moshe says, 
Not a cliche because maybe it's from the things that cook easily, but a cliche is for sure not a problem. And then others are machmir, the chazish, I think was machmir, he said a cliche also, if it's very hot and it's the things that cook easily, you shouldn't even put it in a cliche, as long as it's yatsal boat, you can put it into a, uh, you can put it into a kli, uh, you can put it, you can't put it even into a kli, you have to wait till it becomes, till it becomes cool. Last point, last point, um, um, Rav Marsha says, again, it's all chelik dalatim and ayin is a mutter to take something out of the fridge and put it onto a hot plate. And mutter lechamen kederish in his bashla, mihamaktsas, is it possible to put, some, uh, put something that's already been cooked, mihamaktsas al gabi machshirin shen no adu lechim below bishl, upon something that's really made for Warming things up, a warming drawer, a hot plate, he says a steam table, is it a, is it a problem to, now what's the problem? It's already been cooked. It's not a, we're not talking about a liquid. And even if it's a liquid, if it's still warm, there's no bishalach and bishal. So either it's a liquid that's warm, or a, or a, or a, or a yavesh, or a dry food that's completely, even if it's completely cold. So, why can't you put it on? Well, you can't put it directly on the fire, we know that, because that's a problem of hachzara, it looks like bishal. So we said, people don't, where do people cook? People cook, people cook on a fire. People cook on a stove. Even with a black, maybe. But Mexican marshal. On a stove, it's Mexican marshal. On a hot plate, it's not where people cook. Uh, but it's, let's say it's possible that people will cook there. It's not the way you do it. Well, look what Rav Moshe says. Rav Moshe says, Truma, I'll plot the chash malit. What does that mean? An electric plate. In Ef Sharle his bashal shamaz mutter. Rav Moshe makes a distinction. Russia makes a distinction not whether it looks like you can cook there. It looks like you generally cook there. He makes a distinction is it depends on whether it can cook there or not. In a warming drawer, you cannot take something that is, I don't think, you can't take something that is um, raw and, and cook in a warming drawer. It's not going to cook. On a hot plate, can you take a raw piece of chicken and put it on a hot plate It's going to cook? Apparently, yes. So Russia says, if it's impossible to cook there, then it's not Mexican Mavashal. If it's possible to cook there, then it is, uh, then it's problem. When we mentioned it before, in the first one, we said, no, it doesn't depend on whether it's possible to cook there, it depends on whether people cook there. And therefore, it's a, you're, not, you're not really cooking. Why are you not really cooking? It's already been pre-cooked. Now, I want to know, is it Mexican Mavasha? So I thought it made sense, and I think some posts can say like this, well, it depends, is this where you normally cook? No? Then you can put it there. Rav Moshe says that's not what it's telling you. Rav Moshe says it's telling you on not whether it, you, normally people cook there. Rav Moshe says it's telling you on whether it can cook there. And if it's on a hot plate where something can cook, then maybe you'd have a problem of bishalach or bishal. If it's a place where it cannot cook, then it goes. Therefore, in a warming drawer, Rav Moshe would say it's not a problem. In a electric, in a hot plate, it sounds from this tshuva that Rav Moshe would say that it is a problem if it's possible to cook there. Although I've heard, I, I'm pretty sure that I've heard from Rabbi Willie that he holds. That even if even if a hot plate, even if it's possible to cook there, since that's not Mexican Mashba, it's not where people cook, therefore he doesn't think that it is a problem to return something to a hot plate, as long as of course it's been fully um, it's been fully it's been fully cooked beforehand. Of course it's always better to cover the knobs, because then if you don't cover the knobs, then you have a problem of of, uh, of a shemi yachata, a problem. So it's always better to cover the knobs. But even if you cover the knobs, Rav Marsha seems to say that if it's possible it would be a problem. Which means, is he, is he saying that it's possible because it can get hot enough? Yeah. Or because people might see it and think that you're cooking on it? Meaning, because if, if you set it on a low, you set it on a low for Shabbos. I don't know. You're, I, I understand. You're saying, if it's possible, if it's you would put it on... to cook yes. on there on Shabbos because you've set it at a low temperature. Even though it's possible in theory to cook on the setting or the device. Right. And it's right. a good device capable it's a good question. setting capable. It's a good question. Any other questions on anything that we've learned yet? Uh, a warming tray with knobs. So yeah. would you have to cover the knobs if you're only going to use the warming tray on Shabbos? So there's probably not a chance. You're going you're gonna to remember a Shabbos using the warming tray, but you still have to cover the knobs. I think so. I think so, because you might forget on Shabbos to, you know, to not make it higher. You might forget. You might remember it. Anytime there's knobs there, even if it's not Mexican Vash, we always have to worry. Because you're I'm saying you're only using higher. the warming tray on Shabbos, so you're going to like... Unconsciously remember that it's Shabbos, and I shouldn't turn up, turn it higher. We want to make sure that you subconsciously remember that it's Shabbos. So you put the knobs on something, you subconsciously don't remember that it's Shabbos. You see the black there, and then you consciously remember that it's Shabbos. I think we do have to um, put a cover on those knobs. Even for <coughs> any other question? With the case of the tea, isn't yeah. the fact that 
it's cooked. If it didn't cook, it wouldn't be tea. So isn't the fact that you're getting tea out of it proof that it's cooked? I know he says he, he doesn't think so. Doesn't think so. Just because um, the water is changing colors, it's not you're getting some, you're getting you're getting some t- flavor. Right. I said it doesn't. It's it's hot. It's getting hot, but it's not necessarily. You wouldn't, you wouldn't call that fish. If you put the whole water on tea, eventually you'll get. He says that it's hot. He says that's exact. Exact matter of fact, that's exactly what he says. If you put cold water on tea leaves, that also will give, you that, will give you that. He says he says that exact line. Let's just take a look for a second. <clears throat> In number seven, he says, um, uh, very good. He says. I want to show you a number seven right in the middle. And that which the Or HaShulchan said, which Warren just said a second ago. So you, the Or HaShulchan would agree with you. And even though it's clear that it's cooking in a Kalishli because you're getting tea, he doesn't think it's correct. And even though the water is getting nice and green or red or whatever color, the, you know, chamomile, whatever color it, it's uh, getting, that ain't no Indian visual. Daf bekarim mamish Danny, mechavet to the Gris Moshe. This admin, even if it's cold, it'll get turn colors. B'meshach zman v'kodesh and b'chamak shein yatsel levis below zehu Indian visual. What about a tea bag that you used once? The second time you use it. Is there still an Indian of Bishul, according to Rav Moshe, or could you use it? You're going to have water that's, a, if it's completely dried out, it's completely dried out. You take a tea bag. But now it's completely, there's no more, there's no more, there's no liquid in there. It's completely dry. There's no liquid hanging off of it. It's completely dry. You used it, you took it out of the thing. You made one, one teacup. Right. Okay. <laughs> and you've used a cliche Okay. Now, this tea bag was cooked now, right? Right. Now you make you have another. You want to use it again, and you want to use it again in a cliche. Yeah. Oh, in a cliche. That's a different Shiloh. So. Probably not. You probably want to be able to use it. So according to Rav Moshe, the reason why you can use it in a cliche is because it's not cooking. That means the leaves have never been cooked. So you're going to take those uncooked leaves and put them in a cliche. Now you have a problem. No, but they were cooked the first cup. No, no they were. The whole, the whole reason why you can, the whole reason why you can do it in a cliché is because it's not cooking. Cliché doesn't cook. So now you want to go and use that to put it in a cliché. So you have to be machmir, probably, right? I, I would think that that's exactly. I think he would. He would have to. He would have to be machmir. According to the Chazanish, it'd be okay. Because the Chazanish, a cliché is cooked. So then, what? If they was cooked before Shabbos, to use it again when not. Probably the tenth time you use that tea bag. Right. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. I, I appreciate uh, the coverage. You have another, another question? Yeah. Yeah, on behalf of all of us, I'd yeah. like to thank you probably for uh, all of us. We'd definitely like to thank you for a wonderful season again. Okay. Wonderful openness and uh, happiness and friendliness and giving to your Thank you very much. Next year.